now move on to a couple other product ideas, specifically jewelry. And the reason that I want to talk about jewelry is because it's probably the most common item for sale on Etsy and other handmade uh, online marketplaces. So you need to keep that in mind. You know, anybody can string beads on some monofilament line and, you know, use a ring tool to, to put clasps together and stuff like that. It's not a very uh, it's not a very specialized field, and everybody likes to make jewelry. And yes, a lot of people buy jewelry. That's true, but the fact is, it's probably the highest competition thing. I'm not trying to dissuade you. In fact, I think it's a good idea to do jewelry as long as you follow a couple of the following guidelines. Now, first of all, getting back to the van thing and the simplicity of the product that you're creating in terms of space and time consumption. Jewelry is great because you can just have a couple of fishing tackle boxes that organize all your small bits, you know, and that's easy enough to store in the van and you just need a table to set up to do some work. I was in a coffee shop last week on my laptop, which is someplace you can often find me, coffee shops on the laptop all over the world. And anyway, there was a guy in there who had a great big bundle of bracelets and lanyards and keychains and things like that. And they were all made from hemp twine. And then he had a lot of really beautiful beads that that he had collected over the years. And he was making and selling these things on the street. And wherever he could go and set up legally, he would do that. Now, of course, I took a minute to explain Etsy to him. And he had already thought thought about it. So that's cool. Uh, Hopefully, I was able to help him. But uh, my point is or what I want to mention about this guy in particular, is that he had a hook. His hook was uh, that his stuff was made from hemp. It was all natural. And being able to put that hemp thing in the title of his Etsy shop is going to be a huge advantage for him. Now, of course, there are lots and lots of people selling hemp stuff on Etsy. Don't get me wrong. That's not a free entry into you know making uh, thousands of dollars a month on Etsy. It's just that having that kind of thing as a slight advantage is a big deal. Now, uh, I'm going to get into later how to write your descriptions for your Etsy products, because that's very, very important. It's one of the top three most important things in terms of success on Etsy. That's coming up in the next episode. But I do want to say that this fellow that I met, he had been in the Navy and he was using navel knots on some of his uh, his hemp jewelry and wares. And so he's also going to have the Navy involved in the name of his Etsy shop and on his business cards. So little things like that can make a huge difference. Uh, but I digress. Let's get back to best products to sell. We've already talked about digital downloads and jewelry. I gave you my ideas on jewelry for the most part. You know, I'll mention one more thing about that. You'll want to be doing something with jewelry that not just anyone can do. Maybe that's leatherworking. Maybe it's metalworking. Maybe it's gemology. Maybe it's uh, something spiritual. If you have uh, knowledge of crystals or other things like that. Uh, So you can do research on Etsy and see what the competition looks like as far as that goes. Uh, I'll be talking about competition in another episode. This one's getting a bit long, so I'll, I'll taper it off here. And just mention that... Uh, some guidelines for choosing products. So uh, number one, can you do it for a few hours a day until your shop is really booming? That's really important. 
number two, is it small and portable? And can you move around the country with it? Or is it going to keep you anchored somewhere? So some of you have homes and or a garage or a storage unit or, or a studio already, someplace like that, where you can go crank out a bunch of stuff, you know, once once a month or once every six months, or maybe even once a year. Maybe you do just do the gift giving season and you sell a few thousand items during that period of time. And so it's it doesn't have to be super compact and super portable. And then if you use a fulfillment house, which we talked about in the first episode of this, I'll put that episode link in the show notes, by the way, so you can take a look at that. If you use a fulfillment house, you don't need to deal with any shipping when you're out traveling in your van. So, uh, And even if you don't already have a studio, you can go to a part of the country where there's there are very cheap garages for rent and you can set up a studio and you can make a bunch of stuff and then either shut your studio down or keep paying rent on it up to you. Uh, there are a number of ways to find workspace. Probably another thing I should talk about. As you can see, this gets very octopus-like with lots of tentacles and options and possibilities in many directions. But and that's a, that portability of, of product creation or the ability to crank it out in one place for a period of time and then and then have it be shipped by someone else so you don't have to carry stuff around and go to the post office every time someone buys something. A third guideline for choosing a product to sell, it should be something that you can, where you can offer some unique angle on the product. There are almost no niches where there isn't competition. Now, competition is an important concept in that it's good. You, if you come up with a product idea and nobody is selling it online, that's usually because nobody wants it. As an investor I listen to likes to say, the world is a very efficient place, meaning that other people have already thought of of the very successful business ideas, and that's perfectly okay. So you want competition. So, okay, I'm going to cut this off now, and we'll move on to other topics in the next episode. Thank you so much for listening. Hey, I hope you're enjoying the show. Thanks so much for tuning in to the Campervan Podcast. The Vantage newsletter goes out every Sunday evening, and if you're not signed up for that yet, well, you're missing out. Packed full of valuable, fun weekly features, product resources, videos, photography, exclusive content, and other cool van life stuff. It's easy to get signed up, only takes a few seconds, and the link to do so is in show notes right there in your podcatcher app. And while you're at it, I have a quick favor to ask. Please take a few seconds to send that link to friends, family, post it to your social media feeds, etc. It really does make all the difference and will allow me to continue publishing this show. Okay, that's it for now. Take care. Have fun. I'm glad you're here. Enjoy the adventure. I'll see you.